Hi, this is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. Thank you for growing with me on today. It's God's Day. It's God's Day, and it had me thinking on my memory. Thinking on my childhood. And how far back does your memory go? How far back can you think to your childhood you know um i can go this far back to a a memory in my room i had a roll top desk a beautiful wooden roll top desk i used to sit at and i had a miss beasley doll and i was afraid of that miss beasley doll and i wouldn't play with that Miss Beasley doll. All I remember about my mother telling me is I wouldn't play with that Miss Beasley doll, but I remember about that Miss Beasley doll waking up out of my sleep. Waking up. Just waking up out my sleep. The moonlight, street light coming in, laying on my sheet. I opened my eyes and I just looked down to the floor and I could see Miss Beasley laying there smiling at me and I remember I didn't want to play with Miss Beasley no more. I was afraid of that dog. I got scared. I didn't want to fool with him. And so, and now I remember my mother, you know, when she talked about it, she said that Miss Beasley be sitting off in the corner smiling and I'm playing with the rest of the dolls. And I remember that being true. I remember I didn't play with them. I remember that. I do remember that. But um, I remember a little being a little old. I remember a man that my mother was with, my sister's father happened to be. And I remember that he would show up at the house pretty much unannounced because he was with family. He had a wife, but, you know, he was also seeing my mother. And he would never allow my mother to be free, even when she tried to be free. He would threaten to kill her, even shot her once even shot at us because he would never let her be even though he was already married. See, this is the spiritual warfare that gets you caught up. My mother could never separate herself from this man as much as she tried, and she tried, and he wouldn't allow it. And he kept on on his evil reign. He did. One day, I remember vividly, he would always dress up when he was showing up to beat my mother up. He was waiting for her on the porch when we pulled up. You know, it turns dark easily. Like 5 o'clock, it get dark. My mother had to be home. There wasn't no cell phones back then. He couldn't really call nobody and find out where she was. You know, <clears throat> we we were 
barely, rarely had telephones because we really couldn't afford it. You know, telephone came with a te- great big old telephone bill. Couldn't just call free like you can now, unlimited. No, you had to pay for every call, every call you made. Um, phone bill had to be paid. But a lot of times we didn't have a phone. But he was showing up and he he was there. And as we, she pulled into the driveway, my heart went to pound. See, I'm the oldest. You know, I had two little brothers and a little sister. But I'm the oldest. The little sister was, he her father. But my mama come in the house and she get ready to cook us some. She turned the pot on and put some hot dogs on. And he just ranting and raving and going back and forth. And he said, well, I'll be right back. I got something for you. And when he said that, mama pushed us out the back door. He went out the front, went to the trunk, pulled out the gun, came running back in the house. She pushed us all in the weeds. Weeds Weeds taller than me. I'm hiding in the weeds with mama. Mama just said, go hide. And we all hid in the weeds. My brother ran off somewhere. My sister ran off somewhere. And I hid right there. I pretty much kind of had her with me. Mama ran off somewhere else. You know, we was all separated because she pushed us in the weeds. So we all became separated. And while we hiding and trying to be quiet, I'm covering up the baby mom trying to keep her quiet because she was a baby then, you know, praying. That this man didn't find us because he was walking around the house, firing a pistol in the air, walking down the street, shooting the gun in the air, hollering and screaming, looking for us. And that night we got away. When he went that one way, mama collect, came back, collected us all together. And we ran that way and we went to the neighbor's house and got the police and everything involved. And, and you know how it went. And, you know, and there we go again. You know, but he jumping on her and, and beating on her. She wanted to get away from her. Everything she tried to do, he distract any kind of positive mood. He distracting and pulling away because he don't want to let go of a good thing. He want to have his cake and eat it too. But uh-oh, one day, his focus turned. It turned from her to me. And he attacked me. He attacked me. In my sleep, I woke up and he was on top of me. And when he got done, he he said something to me. He said, if you scream, I'll kill you. I know that voice. I'll never forget that voice. I'll never forget what he said. It'll stay with me as long as I live. When he got done, I grabbed my sister. She was like two years old then, picked her up in the dark, felt my way out of the room, got my brother who was hiding too. And we ran out the door, flagged down the car, the stop and got us, picked us up. A man of God and took us to where my aunt lived and my aunt took me to the hospital. They did the, the test kit and everything. I testified. The man who picked me up testified and he was found guilty 
and he was sent away to prison for four years for assaulting me. That was our break. That was how we finally broke free of him. But he always told my mother that he was going to come back and get us. He said he was coming back. And in the courtroom, he shot a look that I'll never forget. It was like a look of revenge because he knew one day he was getting out. And sure enough, he did get out. He got out and I always lived in fear of him getting out and what he was gonna do. And we were, we were moving, we were moving around place to place. We did, we moved a lot. My mother did everything she could to try to keep us safe while being a young woman too and wanting to have fun. I can't knock her for that. She loved her baby, she did. She loved her children. And she was a young, beautiful woman. And she is, you know, my mother is beautiful. Um, He got out. And I kept having nightmares that he was gonna find us, like he said. I knew he was probably looking for us. But fate intervened. One day, he was shot by his own son. He was shot by his own son and left incapacitated. My mother and I went to see him in the rehabilitation center that he was in. And his eyes were closed as we walked up to the bed. She was on one side and I was on another. As we approached, his eyes were closed. He had a trachea. All of a sudden, his eyes flew open. And as my heart jumped, I jumped. I physically jumped because I thought he was getting ready to get up and get us. But his eyes just flew open. He couldn't move. And for the first time in my life, I saw fear in his eyes. And I was no longer afraid. And no longer did I have nightmares of this man who became a nightmare in my life. Forgiveness is something. Forgiveness is really something. And I forgave him in that moment. Because in the first time, the first time in my life, I saw fear in his eyes as his eyes darted from me to my mother. Like he thought we would come and do something to him, but we didn't. Neither one of us said anything. We just looked at him for a minute. 
And then we turned around and left. It was really something that day. It was um, God giving me peace over that situation. It was probably maybe a week or so later, he passed. And with that, has passed the memory because I haven't revisited that memory really since then. I tried not to, I try to bury that, even though it's still there because we remember. We remember our childhood. We remember yesterday. It, that made the news. That was all in the paper. See, but although we can't do anything about yesterday, we can fix tomorrow today because we just change us one by one till evil and hate are done. Two by two, God and you, because you're rolling on to get the breakthrough. You're rolling on to love, peace, and soul train each and every day. Rolling on in God full steam. And you got to believe. You got to have faith. You got to know faith is the, the substance, the evidence. Faith is it. And you living it every day. The substance is your life, life more abundantly. That's what you have. Honey, it's just, it's just going to get greater. We're on a journey. It's going to get greater. I'm going to keep on pushing. Hallelujah. There ain't no quit and grow. It's just going to keep on getting greater. Because see, as these cities are just, and these countries just chiming in, chiming in. You know, we chiming in here, there, and everywhere. Everybody chiming in. But pretty soon, they going to zoom in. Everybody just going to zoom right on in to grow. I'm telling you where we headed. God done told me so. See, God has given me the blueprint. And here I am conducting this train. God is the engineer, the propeller that's driving his engine. I'm telling you, God is running me full steam. Honey, every time I try to pause, just wait. Oh, uh-uh. We on one. And I'm driven. See, because when it's something you love to do, your passion, honey, you drive it. You drive it straight on home. Look, God has given you um, your purpose. Your purpose. Your purpose is to grow. But God has given you your purpose. What do you love to do? You got to find it in you. And it involves others. I tell you that right now. It don't just involve you. It involves others, too. It involves lifting other people around you. That's your purpose. We are kingdom builders, building on the kingdom for God. We are the pride of the pride of God. When you finally break it on down, it's the pride. It's the pride of the pride of God. I'm telling you, pass me the side. I love you. I'm telling you, like nine laters, okay, well, look, now it's going to get greater later. It's going to get greater later as we rolling on in God. If you love him, and I know you do, tell him to come on and grow with us, too. Tell him we on a mission. We on one. G-O-D for you and me. 
running up that hill daily. We we on one for God, honey. So keep on growing, keep on lifting, keep on pressing on toward the mark of the high calling of God. See, it's a climb to get to the top. Keep climbing. Keep grasping. When you grasp, grasp on and embrace the struggle. Because knowing it's going to be a struggle to get up there, honey. But you're trying to get up there. Just pull yourself on up for the breakthrough. Just keep pulling because it's a climb to get up to the top. So just keep climbing. That's what I'm going to do. Just keep on climbing because I know it ain't no quitting grow. I ain't letting go. I ain't letting go of God because look here as I'm climbing, God has guided me on up. See, God ain't giving me the blueprint of what to do. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it in God. I'm going to let God to do you. No, let God do you. Then you ain't going to mess you up. Let God do you. Allow God to do you. And don't you do you. What you doing? Doing me, messing you up. No, allow God to do thee. Allow God to do you, honey. Don't just trust God with the money. Trust God with your life. Because honey, honey, honey. Honey, honey, honey. When you godly, you godly, godly. Honey, honey, honey. Don't just trust God on the money. Trust God with your life. Honey, honey, honey. I'm telling you, look, God appreciates you trusting him with the money. God appreciates that, but God don't need your money. He got the whole world in his hands. You know, the whole world, it all belongs to God. You just steward over over this. You just steward over your over this, what you got right here. You just steward over it. See, it's just yours temporarily. Because it's going to be a time when you part with it. Things don't mean anything. I'm here to tell you, material things of this world don't mean nothing. You can have it all and still have nothing. Because, see, God is looking past the pride, the rich, pride and boastful. You know, it's not just, I'm not saying that there is something wrong with being rich. And there ain't nothing wrong with being rich. Nothing at all. Nothing. You know, because I ain't here to judge. But I'm just saying, the meek and humble shall inherit the earth. See, be ye rich. But be ye meek and humble, you know, understand where it come from. Understand where it must go, you know, the beginning and the end. The author and the finisher of your faith, of what you believe over others. Then there go God over you. For real, I know. Grow. Greatness reached over oppression through wisdom. I had to check my heart at the door. Had to fix me about me. Because I already love the world, but I just ran up on some bad apples, boy, with some worms in them, ugly worms. You know, them worms, some of them worms still stuck. Had to toss them apples. Here you go. You know, I thought I was going to have a happiness with this apple. You know, happy apple. Happy apples. You know, happy apples and candy apples, nothing good. Anyway, growing in God for a better way, rising every day. Running up that hill daily in God we trust. In God we trust. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom. I be on one. I do. God, that's the one. Huh? I love you. God bless you. 
Keep hope alive. God bless you as you grow.